Hey y'all, before we get into the episode today, just a little reminder that Grant and I have a merch store that is only going to be live until August 15th, so head over to wellilaugh.com and there's a tab for merch store, and head over there before then to grab your merch before it's gone. Okay, let's get into the episode. You're listening to Well I Laughed, part one of The Happiest Place on Earth. The finish line. You think we're ready to go? Oh, well, I hit record, so. Oh, okay, so we are ready to go. <laughs> okay, that's fine. He's just on Instagram. I'm just on my phone. Oh, just text you don't, you don't, a picture of himself to okay, someone. Okay, well, now I'm not. <laughs> and that's how shame works, Maya. <laughs> If you're going to sit there and act like you don't shame me all the time for any small thing that I do, you can go fuck right off, that dude. That is the key to our... Okay, well, one, that's the key to our podcast, but two, what behavior has that changed for you, Maya? Um, nothing. I was like, you still say like a bunch. <laughs> Kidding. This is an awfully hostile way to start the podcast. I don't even want to tell you my story anymore. <laughs> yes, you do, because the theme this week, did we mention yes, it we last did. week? Okay. I did. Is the happiest place, place on, on earth. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 99% of you won't be able to pick this up because that was another visual bit on this and audio yeah. platform, but uh, I stared at Maya and gave her a look like, you need to you know, need say to this. Stop. <laughs> you need to say this with Start. me. You need to. <laughs> I really should have just let you go. I was prepared for that. That would have been really funny. I had actually. an older sister. I am used to being humiliated. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> it would have been funny. Honestly, I'm a little mad at myself for being such a team player. My favorite version of that that we've ever done was the Industrial what? Revolution and, and its consequences. consequences. I also always do the little target lady hand, which is like like a fist up in the air, but also kind of like bent somehow. Oh. From SNL. You know, Kristen Wiig's famous character, target lady. I know Kristen Wiig, and I know SNL, so I'm imagining what you're doing. I don't think I know the specific She has bit. like a voice like this. Oh. <laughs> wow. She's like, wow. <laughs> Please hire me for voice work. No, I'm kidding. You have a mic, so you could do it. That's all I'm saying. What's new, Grant? Um, well, dear listeners, I talked to Tyler this morning, and let me tell you, that's actually what's old. Um, <laughs> no, it was great. We chatted about him, then he had to go. So. <laughs> and isn't that how it always goes? He did say, so we just released the Free Britney episode, uh-huh. and so he did say this morning, um, I did notice that I wasn't mentioned. <laughs> it makes me angry. <laughs> I think it's great that we have actually ran this gag, that we gaslit him like into listening. <laughs> and now we're mad and about now, it. <laughs> and now we're like, oh, you're listening? We're like, I guess we don't really care, we're do we? We're not mentioning exactly. you anymore. So that's really unfortunate. I think it's great that we are nice to all of our friends except one. <laughs> Yeah, and it's our mutual friend. Correct. Oh, it's the reason we know each yeah. other. It seems fair. He did say uh, in the phone call, what, are you like you and Maya now better friends than like Maya and I or you and I? And yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I told him, I was like, oh, you mean my business partner and co-host? The one that I see every week versus the one I see once a year? Exactly. 
and have to spend a thousand plus dollars just to get there. Right, exactly. Tyler lives in Europe, first thing he'll mention. Um, also, like, Maya and I are so easy to love. Yeah. At least that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> that of course we became best friends. Of course we did. Of course we did. I actually really do think... Go ahead, what were you going to say? No, I wasn't oh, okay. going to say anything. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, okay. I think it's a testament to our friendship. Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a testament to our friendship that we have gone through this process so far. This is going to be episode, what, 13, oh right? My God. Which, which is actually episode 15 if you count the two <laughs> no, lost forever. I think we are actually better friends now yeah. than we were at the start of this process. Yeah, I honestly don't remember why I picked you <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All I can think of is that song from Wicked. I have been changed <laughs> for good. <laughs> I will sing in be every popular. <laughs> Even more popular. We have a lot of followers on Instagram. What when I say? when I want to get all of my friends to roll their eyes, which is always, I think that's the funniest thing mm-hmm. in the world. I go, well, you know, I'm I am a micro celebrity. <laughs> micro celebrity. <laughs> I am like a Z-list exactly. celebrity. If you could think of a word that's even smaller than micro, if you could then throw it to us in one of the DMs. Nano. Nano. Oh, nano celebrity. <laughs> but that makes me sound almost tech related, which is also, I think, fun. Yeah, that's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially because he doesn't do any of the tech work. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> um, I shoulder all of the cyberbullying that we get. So. You shoulder 98% of it. That's true. You I do, do delete sometimes some of see them. it. <laughs> There will be times where I'll like log into one of our accounts to like mm-hmm. check messages, check comments, reply, yeah. and I'll see that you have already done it. Yeah. And because I am like such a middle child people pleaser, when I see you have already responded to some stuff, I was like, does Maya not think I was fast enough? It was only three hours. <laughs> I hope she's not no. mad at my job performance. It's just because editing gets lonely. <laughs> 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 and I need to remember why I'm doing this. Oh, it's like um, <laughs> uh, the task that I was fully capable of doing and wouldn't take that long to do, yeah. but I have instead been putting off for three mm-hmm. weeks, so I'm just going to do things adjacent to it. Laundry. Yes. By the time this airs... Go ahead. Dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I was never going to say it, because you guys make phenomenal cocktails every time I come over. Casey and I are messy. We're you not know- <laughs> messy, but like... Here's the thing about Casey and I is that we're, we've, we're living together, right? Mm. But we're living together for like a, maybe a year plus now. And mm. so every once in a while, one of us will feel a little bit petty and be like, well, I'm not doing their dishes. And then just leave them. <laughs> Your fiance. Yeah. And he'll do the same to me every once in a while. <laughs> he'll, he'll be like, do you want me to wash these? Or are you going to get to them? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get to them. That's so passive aggressive. Well, most of the time it's like when we've run the dishwasher and we just need to like take things out of the dishwasher. And so neither of us want to do that. And so we just put our dishes in the sink. And then... Casey doesn't like when I put dishes in like the right hand side of the sink. And right. I don't like when he leaves dishes on the counter and so now it's like this weird like So tense. now all of those places have dishes because yes. the other one refuses <laughs> to touch it and the other one put it there intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like a little petty and there there is some tension sometimes. <laughs> but we're working through it. We're both in therapy. <laughs> Good. I think And that's the reason that the other person knows <laughs> what how this to piss is. the other one off. Yes. Because we tell each other. I love that for you guys it's not even the lie of like I gotta let it soak, which everyone uses as like the peace accords. Oh no, you guys are like, oh, did you see that bowl of rice? Good. 
I wanted you to. <laughs> I will clean it 10 minutes after you see it. I want you to know that. I just want you to look at it and <laughs> contemplate and think if you're going to do it. So this is actually something that I always tell my students. I teach high schoolers, which is wonderful. And that means they're starting to develop like an interesting relationship with authority. And by interesting, I mean like good for the most part. Mm-hmm. They're starting to question like who, why, what, which of course is an annoying as a teacher, <laughs> but is why? ultimately a good life skill. Yeah. And, um, like, they don't like being told what to do, even if you can convince them that what you're asking them to do like is for good for them. Yeah. yeah. So what I always do is I pull them out to the hallway and I go, hey, kiddo, can I share a story real quick with you? Oh, you're such an asshole. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, listen, turn the chair around, ball cap on backwards. I'm yeah, like, sit in there like a youth pastor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey. I know you don't want to learn violin, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, You're going to be a star. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead and run. Run from your dreams and potential. No. What am I doing right now? I, I fell into a bit and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the story I was trying to say was I'll pull him out to the hallway and I'll be like, let me tell you, let me tell you the story. Whenever I go home for the holidays, like to go visit my family, um, I'll stay at like my family's house and mm-hmm. it's great to see everyone. And like by the second or third day, I'll get like a text message or my mom will just ask me, hey, can you unpack the dishwasher? And then she'll go off and do something else. Oh no. And it causes me an insane amount of rage <laughs> for like 30 seconds. And then like, it's like, of course, like I made a lot of those dishes. <laughs> My parents are, even now as a grown adult, like, still, like, treating me like one of their children. Right. right? Like, I'm being treated like a king. It was my dishes, and I know where to put them away. <laughs> and so the kids are always, at this point, looking at me, like, super confused because they thought I was going to talk to them about their assigned seat. Um, uh-huh. And I've instead, like, talking about, like, <laughs> being a grown adult and mad about unpacking dishes. <laughs> and so then I pull them back in with, like, this tagline. I go, so, kiddo. What I then have to remind myself is that, like, my reaction that I'm having right now is because in a lot of my life, like, no one tells me to do things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I tell myself to do things, and this can work on my own schedule. And then to be back in that environment where I need to listen to someone at times can be, like, abrasive at first because I famously... live by myself now right so no one tells me to do anything really and so there's always this moment where i've been directed to do something Mm -hmm. that i can do that i should do that Mm -hmm. would be good for whatever space that i'm at but for like just a very brief period of time i'm like how dare i be burdened with my own mess and then i have to come back together and be like oh yeah this is this is fine i can listen to this little bit of instruction so do you think you can sit in that seat for me kiddo (laughs) (laughs) you took them all and by that and point, they're like, I'm so confused. They're like, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fine. I, can do that. <laughs> I did it. I wore them down. Are you every person I ever had a crush on? Because hey. I am relentless. <laughs> I keep doing the target hand, ladies. Lady hands. <laughs> target hand, ladies. <laughs> Have you watched um, What We Do in the Shadows? I've seen bits of it. Oh, my God. You just remind me of Nandor the Relentless. <laughs> This is how we speak in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> the most devious oh bastard in New York, York City. City. And of course, gay is in, gay is hot. I want yeah. gay, gay wants to do something like that. I lose it after a while, but yes. Oh my God, yeah. Anyway. Wait, that, that, you brought that up just because you thought I was being ridiculous. Nandor the Relentless. Cool, and you were also 
talking like uh, not Nand or the Relentless. So someone early on commented that I sound like the henchman from Beetlejuice. Remember that? Yes. That was a big hit to the ego. <laughs> like our first video does well, and I'm like, here it comes, fame. fame. They're like, <laughs> and someone's like, you look like a dick. <laughs> In a loving way. Yeah, all right, well. You could fit all seven continents all on that. <laughs> all seven. All seven. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> Australia would have Imagine to be Imagine if I got weird. that tattooed. What's so funny is that I do actually have a set of moles here on the left side of my face that I like to call the Galapagos Islands because it's just like a little chain of, little, of moles yeah, I got on my face. That's what you get for sleeping on your stomach for so long. I'm not really? joking. That's where a lot of your facial moles come from. Yeah. Oh. Listen, <laughs> I have no article to back that up. <laughs> I was just told at one point that and just accepted it as true. You know, like people used to do in the 90s. Yeah, that seems <laughs> fair, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I do sleep on like my side and my face and I have moles on my face. So. Mm. Nice. You never know. I got these two at one point. There's like two on my upper lip, and my mom thought that they were just chocolate for a really long time. <laughs> That's <And> so gross. <laughs> I was like, no, they're not coming off. <laughs> they're there permanently. I can't keep scrubbing. I am bleeding. <laughs> Um, we have um, one more thing I want to share, and okay. then I guess I'll eventually ask how like you're doing. That seems fine. Okay, it's, you and Tyler are the I've same. I spent a lot of time with. <laughs> it's actually great. He Facetimed me, and I answered, and then just immediately turned the camera off. That seems fair. Like it's you know like just summer of 2020, and I'm like mic off, camera off. Like I'm not gonna put a shirt on. Yeah, um, why would I do that? Anyways, our uh, one of our listeners. Uh, Patricia, um, oh, Patricia yeah. N, not going to say full last name, Patricia uh, listened to uh, one of our episodes and then saw this little piece in the news that she thought was great. Um, I love it. They, and I'm back. <laughs> he almost knocked over his mic, folks. Almost ruined everything. <laughs> but when don't I? Um, the the uh, sharks in Florida yeah. are now eating cocaine yep. that uh, drug runners are throwing off their boats in an attempt to not get, get caught. caught. And I just think that it's so magical that Cocaine Bear continues to live <laughs> on legacy. spiritually in others. I was watching like a short CNN bit on that and they were interviewing like a shark expert or something. And I thought so, you were just going to say shark. <laughs> they're interviewing, they're interviewing a, a shark. shark. <laughs> no. And this man is like, whatever you picture when you think shark expert, it's it was him. He was wearing a shark Hawaiian shirt, like unbuttoned a little bit. He has a like a bookcase right behind him. He's of, like, the mayor from Jaws. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, hammerheads are really inquisitive and that's when I stopped paying attention. <laughs> So like, that was enough of that. Um, I'm trying to. I'm going through our emails. I think that's it for shoutouts and news from our listeners. Do you remember? I wanted to shout out our patrons. Yes. Yeah. Do you have that list going? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Um, we would like to shout out our patrons. There's only a few of you, but you could be one, <laughs> dear listener. And we continue to inch closer and closer to solvency, and that's so great. That's so important. <laughs> um, our patrons. That are well, our new patrons, which I've sh already shouted out Samantha, but he she gets a shout out again. Um, Steven, Abby, Marin, Emily, Casey, my freaking fiance. <laughs> it's like so annoying that her fiance, like, so fully supports and believes in her every step <laughs> of the like, way. Like, why are you paying to see more of me? We know you're not gonna watch those videos. <laughs> like, Maya has a hard time handling affection, and I have a hard time seeing it. <laughs> 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 
I don't understand what it is to be loved unconditionally, and I am in therapy for and it. And that's why we both started this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, um, also thank you to Marissa, Kaylani, Candy, Crystal, and Samantha. Again, we love you. And if you want a shout out, join our Patreon. It's $5 a month, and you get a little message from me every time you sign up. Yeah. And we also added a new... It's... Um, we also added a new uh, tier that's mm. just Discord access. So if you want to be a part of the community and don't want more of Grant and I, we get it. Yeah. There is that option. It is more expensive. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's $2 cheaper. <laughs> I tried to make it half as I started trying mm. to make it 250 and then Patreon was like, we recommend your lowest tier be $3. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Patreon's like, sure. not even we're going to make money on it now. <laughs> Don't make your fault our problem. <laughs> okay, so we got through me. We got mm -hmm. through the business. Um, Maya, let's just talk about you now. Maya, how no, are you doing? No, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm about to go to Iceland. You are. Which is exciting. We're recording two episodes in a row, so if you listen to next week's episode and we sound tired, that's why. Mm. Um, <laughs> but that's that's also... Well, Grant's going on a trip next week, and then the day but after... not Iceland. Yeah. He's going to Texas. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Why are you going to Texas? It's a work trip. Okay, I figured. Yeah. Okay, it's like training or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we were talking about Iceland because I've already talked about myself All right. a lot. We're going to Iceland with Casey's Mine is parents. a work trip. No, I'm <laughs> Grant's like, well, now that you bring it up, <laughs> I no. would love to talk Please about Please talk it. about okay. your trip. We're going to Iceland for like, we're leaving on Sunday next week and then getting back like the following Monday and we're going on like a tour kind of around Iceland. We're yeah. doing two days at each different hotel kind of around Ring Road, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. Um, and then we're doing like some, there's going to be like hikes almost every day. There's like options, um, like a short hike, a medium length hike or a long hike every day, which is going to be fun. And I hike, I hike, but I don't hike six miles every day for eight days so mm. we'll see and i this body was built for napping so we'll really see how the like eighth day but goes but your hiking boots were they made for walking <laughs> they were and that's just what they'll do it's a singing podcast <laughs> well i'm also worried my ankle i feel like i've mentioned this before my ankles are like weirdly weak i want to point out i don't think anyone actually has good ankles i think all of us are walking around being like please don't ask me to turn <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> That's super fair. I did sprain both my ankles within a month of each other in sixth grade. Oh my god. So It's like a mafia crime spree. Oh, but it was really stupid. The first one I did, um, how did I sprain the first one? Oh, I sprained the first one playing freeze tag. It's incredible watching her like dredge up the childhood trauma, like watch it on her face. <laughs> Okay, so Netflix there, was, caster. there was a whole year in sixth grade while I was like going through a growth spurt and I didn't really understand where my body was. You know how mm, like you do when I you're growing? I would love to get out of that phase <laughs> for me, but that's fine. <laughs> but I was super clumsy and so I was injuring myself a lot and I was mm. in the ER a lot that year. And so it, I don't remember how it started. I at one point slammed my finger in a uh, car door, uh, which is like not that uncommon, but like shortly after that, I ran up the stairs and broke my finger or broke my like uh, this joint and like dislocated this part and I was in a cast. Oh. And then um, I also got kicked in the face in a swimming pool <laughs> so hard that I got a whiplash. <laughs> This is why you send your kids to public school. You toughen them up. I was in private school, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
<clears throat> yeah. What do you have to say to that? Listen, I'm actually trying to kind of couch it here <laughs> because that could be a whole other episode. Oh, yeah. Um, Maya knows how to work the computer. I will say that. Uh, that's and about I it. continue to work in public school. <laughs> Um, continuing on my journey of <laughs> injuries, of injuries, I got dared to do a backflip off of a high point, like the monkey bars, basically. Like I was hanging upside down, and right. the dare was to just like flip around and land, kind of on my feet. <laughs> I landed on my back. Yeah, and yeah, but you did because <laughs> you're not Spider-Man. Okay, my friend did it, and it was fine. <laughs> and I was like, that'll be great. And I bruised two ribs, and then, um, and then I. Uh, sprained an ankle playing freeze tag specifically toilet tag hmm. which if you don't know you're like you freeze kind of crouch down like this and then you unfreeze when someone flushes you have you. a little you have a little flush guy i think and what is the word for that i can't even think of um like the button to make the thing flush what is that called flusher i don't does know does it not have maybe is it flusher no no maybe it doesn't have Lever. a name i don't know Ooh, that's weird <laughs> so you have a warner trigger and uh <laughs> Let's name it after Maya. No. <laughs> if you discover it, you get a name. I didn't after discover <laughs> I got injured by it. I hope we send this to all medical professionals in the future. And you're like, no! here is my medical history. Here it is. Uh, and then like two weeks later, I still had the sprained ankle and I fell down the stairs while we were practicing for the Christmas play. And I sprained my other ankle. Because I was like trying to protect the one that was hurt, and I sprained the other one. Well, you really wanted to be cast in that manger, didn't it? Yeah, I did. I did. I really did. And then I was in a wheelchair for a little bit. I was in, and then they put me on crutches because, like, they were both okay enough theoretically to put weight on, but they were like they didn't want me in a wheelchair or walking, so they put me on crutches. Sure. And so I would have to switch feet based on which one hurt more. And of course, if you've ever been in sixth grade, you know that the boys are just going to be like, "Well, she's faking it." Oh, really? Yeah, until they stole my crutches like every <laughs> recess to try and get me to walk by myself <laughs> to prove that I was faking it. <laughs> the kids are okay. They're going to be all right. That's really funny. I mean, obviously, tragic and sad, too, but... Uh, it's funny now. <laughs> it was That's really That's what this traumatic. entire podcast is actually about. It's funny now with Grant and Maya. <laughs> Let's rename it right now before we sell these shirts. <laughs> it's funny now. Also, you said crutches, and one of the real joys of being a high school teacher is I then get like bombarded mm -hmm. with little cultural tokens yeah. that I would otherwise never interact with. Mm -hmm. And so there was this Disney show on, I think like in 2009, 10, 11, something like that. And the audio is now popular on TikTok amongst some of my students. And it goes, the doctor say as I may never walk again. Not even on crutches. <laughs> I don't. It's this, that's not a grand original. That comes from like a Disney show. But for an entire month, that just lived in my head, rent free. <laughs> not like, even the, on crutches. Like to the point where I would have to be alone, but I would just need to physically say it out loud. <laughs> I, would need, I would just need to go crutches, like in my car, like an absolute. Like I'm losing it. Lunatic. And, and it's because I was losing it. This is the end of the school year, okay? That was before the Downton Abbey reset. Why do you think all of the conferences happen in the fall? Because the teachers are not well. God, this exactly. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, literally. Uh, on that note, right. welcome to the happiest place in the world. <laughs> Which is not the couch on, here. Not, yeah. Which is so full of dog fur, I had to wash my face.
<laughs> Bowser's been laying on it, which he usually doesn't do, but he does shed a lot. And so, like, if I clean the couch and he lays on it, you will see, like, a perfect little outline of where he was laying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm so happy for you and you. the love you have curated in your life. And I'm so happy that you tolerate it. <laughs> Well, I don't know how to record, so I don't know what yeah, other options true. I have. No, I do. And I do love Mo and Bowser. It just always has to be after we're done recording. He has he has grown. He actually acknowledges them when he walks in the door now, which is great. I used to have to tell him, because if you don't acknowledge Mo, she gets angry. <laughs> yes, it gets like a lot more distracting. <laughs> you have to acknowledge her a little bit, and then you can ignore her. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. we ha- You're going to like teach me something today. You have a oh, story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it, especially because we're recording two today. It's now been like 30 minutes, and so you're about to tell me about the happiest place, place on Earth. Earth. I'm really excited about Cut this, to though. Our intro. Yeah, I don't even know where her intro goes. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's what that's. And you're the one like. that does all the editing, so I'm especially like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I composed it, so I really don't know how I came up with it. Um, okay, so we're t- going to talk about the happiest country. Mm-hmm. Grant called me in a panic earlier and was like, because we're recording for the first time in a while, both on the same night, and he was right. like, I'm worried that we're going to do the same story. Correct. <laughs> and so he had this whole plan where we were both going to text our theme or our like stories to Lydia, and she was going to tell us if we were doing the same thing. Friend of the pod. And I just went, is yours about a country? And he went, oh. Okay. Okay. okay I think I'm all right then. <laughs> the thing is, like, I do legitimately love, like, this is obviously a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. I do learn something every time we sit down and record, yeah. especially when you are the storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to know anything beforehand. And you do such a better job at keeping it a secret than Grant I do. Grant tells me every time he's I drunk. I think I have managed to pull you this one off yeah, as a you secret. you haven't told me. And I even wrote the script at the start to like try to keep it a secret for a second, get you to guess. Ooh. I know. I'm just doing what Maya was doing three episodes ago. <laughs> But he's caught on. Exactly. Okay. So we're in the continuation war. Okay. Um, do you know what that is? Is this an actual land conflict? It's an actual war. Yeah. The continuation war. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't even want to tell you that if you're going to guess. No, I I mean, no, not yet. It immediately followed the winter war. Okay. Hold on. Oh, is this? Oh, (laughs) I think I know. Do you want me to try to guess yeah. right now? Okay, so I think we are going to be dropping ourselves off in Finland. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Well, listen, not to put in a free plug for the University of Nebraska Lincoln campus, but or just a I learned a thing major, or two, which I don't have. <laughs> okay, um, so we're in Finland. So we're in the continuation war, aka the Second Soviet Finnish War, which went from 1941 to 1944, and it's considered part of World War II. Um, in this war, Finland and Nazi Germany were fighting against the Soviet Union, which is Ew. a very strange sentence to say. <laughs> um, so uh, this war started when um, the Soviets conducted an air raid on Finland, and shortly after, Ger- Germany began their invasion of the USSR, and so Finland decided to invade. This was 15 months after the conclusion of the Winter War, which was also between the Soviets and the USSR, and the most common reason, or the most commonly thought of reason um, for this second war was to regain territory lost during the Winter War. Yeah, I would say, like, fantastic mm-hmm. job there. Um, yeah. The Soviets paid dearly for their first war. I mean, they won it, but mm-hmm. at a much higher cost than they thought, mm-hmm. and they think got less than they had originally mm. sought out and so by attacking them again they could then kind of get a chance to do it over and get yeah. even more and um the Finns, who i mean are stained from their alliance with yeah. the nazis um 
it was at least in part, I think, like a marriage of convenience, but also like it was the Nazis. So not really getting a pass there. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, so we're March 15th, 1944 um, in the Soviet Union in the continuation war. Um, Aimo Alan Koivunen, uh, he's a 27 year old and a Finnish soldier in the ongoing war. He and several other Finnish uh, soldiers were going to go leave on ski patrol, mm. which is a weird thing to think about being a part of a war, but we're in like Russia, so that makes sense. Finland, yeah, specifically. We're, I think this one <laughs> it was in, in the Soviet okay. Union, or uh, near, I don't know. Um, so three days into this um, ski patrol mission, the group was attacked by Soviet forces. They escaped, and I think they kind of scattered, um, from my understanding, and they all were like skiing to safety. <laughs> I don't think she's in the mirror. She keeps stopping. We're laughing at Monet coming yeah. down, not Nazis escaping. No, 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 no. So Monet has been coming down the stairs and she'll stop like a third of the way down the stairs and just look out over her dominion. And I keep wanting to catch it on camera because we also have been recording them and putting on YouTube. Right. And so I can like note it, but she always stops right out of range, like right before she gets into the mirror and it drives me nuts. My favorite part is Monet is never here for like the ketchup that we do. No. And then like two, three minutes into the actual story, She's Monet like, is like, hey. well now the part that I like to listen to. <laughs> yeah. So Monet and my mother, very similar. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Okay. You were talking about the happiest place on earth, which was apparently the Eastern Front in oh, World War II. Oh, we're getting there. We're okay. getting there. We're getting there. This was just... Deeply okay. ironic. I'm yeah. really excited to yeah. see where it goes. So, Aimo was uh, escaping the Soviets. Uh, he was tired of skiing for such long distances. And so, and he was also conveniently carrying the army's supply of Pervitin. And soldiers would take Pervitin to stay awake and alert while on duty, kind of like a heavy-duty so coffee. So it's a drug, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so Imo consumed the entire supply so we could continue oh. onward and escape the Soviets. <laughs> and guess what? It worked! <laughs> <laughs> and he never went to sleep again. So he, he's... Wide awake, oh my man. God. He's escaping the Soviets, starts to get a little delusional. Bam, movie cut to him waking up the next morning. <laughs> But is it the next morning, or is it like 1989? Not clear. Okay. It's, it, I, th I think it's close enough to when he blacks out. You know, out. the history of drug use in militaries are, is really interesting. Not necessarily like mm -hmm. the current military, yeah. but um, armies have been drugging their soldiers to keep them awake or make them mm -hmm. less afraid. Crazy. Like since at least Alexander the Great's time. Yeah, so, yeah actually, exactly. Um, he wakes good up, for the Finns. Good for the Finns. <laughs> uh, he wakes up the following morning separated from his patrol with no supplies. Um, and you've already kind of hinted at no it. No more drugs either. <laughs> <laughs> you've already kind of hinted at it. Um, what do you think happened? So he wakes up alone. Mm -hmm. Listen, if I am basing this even a little bit off of my own experience, it's always like, okay, where did this stamp on my hand come from? <laughs> and where's my shirt? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Stamp on the hands, though, is so real. That's so funny. Why do I have cash in my pocket? <laughs> I never have cash. Did I earn cash? Or even worse, <laughs> did I take cash out of an ATM? And if so, what was the transaction fee? <laughs> my favorite thing is when I get really drunk, I really just want to help people out when it's a busy bar. And I'll, like, get them in on my order and then just have them Venmo me. And I tend to exaggerate what the cost of the drink is. Maya's like, see, what I like to do is run a scam when I go to the bar. I like to drink for free off the generosity of my friends. I've done it a couple times, and Casey won't let me do it anymore. 
Okay, so is that what happens? He wakes up with a stamp on his hand no, and cash in his no. pocket? Um, <laughs> so it turns out pervitin, as we've kind of hinted at, is more commonly known as methamphetamine. Hey! <laughs> oh, I was hitting at it. I thought you were going a different direction. No, oh, methamphetamine. Okay. Uh, and it turns out, Amo, Aimo, uh, is the first ever documented case of a soldier overdosing during combat. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> In the days following, he escaped the Soviets again, okay. was injured by, injured by a landmine, and stayed in a ditch for a week waiting for help. How? Is he still on meth during all of that? Probably And sleep. when do they document him? And I have so many questions. It's all kind of hitting me at once. First, I was shocked. I'm like, oh, we're just not documenting overdoses then. Probably. During, they have other things yeah. to document, and drug overdose, not mm-hmm. one of them. An overdose, but doesn't die. So it's not no, a death by die. overdose. Yeah. So then what's just their definition overdose. of overdose? Well, so he... What's an appropriate dose of meth? I don't know. <laughs> um, so after skiing more than 400 kilometers, a.k.a. 250 miles for us dumb people in the United States... So what, that's like 12 5Ks? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> You're a dumbass. I know I am. And have enough time to actually do the math. That was like the joke has to happen now. Five Ks? <laughs> that yeah, like is a, in kilometers. Like a five, little, yeah, a little five K. 400 kilometers is what I said. Okay, so what? That's like 80? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> After skiing more than 250 miles, he was found and admitted to a hospital. And in running their normal diagnostic tests on him, his heart rate was 200 beats per minute, and he weighed 43 kilos, or 94 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And they were like, definitely not the landmine he hit, (laughs) or the many escapes from the Soviets. What did you have in your system? Exactly. (laughs) Methamphetamines. So during the week that he was gone, he subsisted only on pine buds and a single Siberian jay, which he caught and ate raw. It's so hard for me to get traction in the story because every next little stanza you say is nuts. It's just crazy. Crazy. Um, he survived and he ended up dying at the age of seventy-one. So okay, thrilled to hear that. Yeah, that has like a little bit of happy ending to it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he had the kind of weekend in the woods that some of our friends dream of. True. <laughs> I scavenged off the land a little bit more than I wanted to, and, and I uh, lost some weight. Exactly. <laughs> Also got like so much skiing in. <laughs> I love living in Colorado. That was so accurate. I got, I just got a, some really good Jason. Honestly, powder you should have seen the bowl I ripped. Like I just, it was black and then it head straight into a double diamond kind of situation. One time I accidentally did one of those. I did a bowl. There's a bowl up at Winter Park. We're talking about skiing right now, by yeah. the way. I want to make sure that's super clear. Yeah. We're talking about skiing down a bowl in Winter Park and it's a blue, it's a blue down to the bottom and then it splits off into a bunch of different paths mm. and there's blues but there's also blacks and double blacks and right. one time I was just following my cousin because he knew where to go and we'd already gone down one and it was a blue and then he was like I think this might be a black <laughs> and I fell and just like fully straight down <laughs> no it was just moguls in between trees and I oh. fell like every two feet yeah of course um, I, was, I was getting pissed. <laughs> I uh, went on a ski trip up in Canada once mm-hmm. with a handful of friends. And on day one, they were like, oh, my gosh, like, look at this, like, cave that you find at, like, the very top. It's, like, so cool. And the pictures are so cool. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, like, I'd love to go. Like, how do you get there? Like, we have another skiing day tomorrow. And they explained what you'd have to ski to get there. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, those pictures are so good. 
I kind of feel like I'm there still. <laughs> I don't think I actually I'm have fine. to go. Exactly. I'm, I'm living vicariously through you. Correct. This is also knowing what is and is not for me, the gift of aging. We love this that. maybe the title of the next book. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny the now. Gift. The gift of aging. <laughs> what is and isn't for me by Grant by Thomas Michael and Scott. Mine. Exactly. <laughs> Over one million sold. More than the Bible. Bible. Not surprised. <laughs> Okay, so um, that was a great story, Mari. Yeah. Good job. I think that was a great episode anyway, so far. Okay, bye. So, um, <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so he lives in he his lives. 70s. That's the end of that story. We're, oh, just, okay. we're just transitioning now. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what I'm covering, actually, is Finland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Honestly, what a great story to get us started. Because I'm, I feel like Finland gets so much good press, mm-hmm. and you've kind of put us off on like our back yeah. foot a little bit. This and, is great. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Finland, what's her deal? Finland <laughs> has been declared the world's happiest country for six years in a row now, as of 2023. Okay. Um, by the new U.S. News and World Report, based on evaluations done by the Gallup World Poll, and you might be asking yourself, well. What are these statistics really based off of? Right. And I have an answer for you. Healthy life expectancy, expectancy, GDP per capita, social support, low corruption, generosity in a community. Okay, I feel like two of those are things you can measure scientifically. The rest is like, tell us if we did a good job, frowny face, neutral face, <laughs> face. Like the things out of uh, the bathroom? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At every airport, and I was like, I'm not yeah, touching that. Exactly. So, um... <laughs> I don't need another disease. Are you kidding? This international airport? I'm not touching this communal stone. Get out of here. Exactly. It's dirty, and you should know that. <laughs> sad face, sad face, exactly. sad face. Um... So all of the Nordic countries get uh, score well on these scales, specifically the happiness scale, and it's based off of like questions that they ask the people, like, do you feel well supported? Do you have a good community surrounding you? How's your mental like? What's the mental health like? Um, so what can we learn from Finland? Because obviously we can't all move there. I mean, one, not which side to pick in World War Two. <laughs> End of episode. Good night, guys. <laughs> I have yet to make a Titanic reference. I was gonna have to bring up history somehow. That's fair. That was that was good. That Thank was good. You. Um. So yeah, what can we learn from the uh, Scandinavian countries? Um. Okay. Yeah. So Heliwell, a professor emeritus at the Vancouver School of Economics in British Columbia, says, "Quote: um, Is it?" Are they doing things that we wish we'd seen before and we can start doing? Or is it something unique about their climate and history that make them different? Mm. And fortunately, at least from my perspective, the answer is the former. And the objective of an, every institution should be to contribute what it can to human well-being. Um, Rock on. Rock I was going to do some more... Uh, Jesus. I was going to figure out what Finland was ranking in like some of the other things like education and okay. I'm looking now and I got two things in. So they also <laughs> ranked number two in education in 2023 right behind Germany and fifth in freedom of the press, which was right behind all the other Nordic countries in Ireland. So they're ranking high in other shit. Are they ranking this out of Stockholm? Like they're like, we're the best. <laughs> no, it's like out of... All the, I think it's like out of 150. One of the classes that I teach at a school, uh-huh. um, one of the, like the main like evaluation tools is like a student survey that yeah, the kids yeah. use. And it's all like students I've taught three or four years. And it's basically like, Mr. Thomas, is he a cool guy? And I like ace it every time. And that kind of feels a little bit about like what has put Finland at the top of all of this. But also I used to absolutely shit on some of my professors at mines because they were horrible teachers and they were on mm. tenure so oh 
Yeah. I so, thought you were going to say, and they were Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can Finland spare people? It's a pretty small country. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Have you seen the show Veep? I've seen bits of it. I so haven't seen it. Do you know who Minna is Mm-mm. from Veep? Okay, well. That's a whole other thing <laughs> that you need to experience. Okay, I'll watch Veep. I'll put it on the list. It has, I love, what's the name of the main actress? Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Yes, amazing. One of my favorite things is for a good portion of my life, I didn't know a single actress's name. And then one day I woke up and I just knew who Katherine Heigl was. Same. Yeah. And it's I like, feel that. oh, so you just wake up with the knowledge one day. I it was just, very strange. I mean, for both of us, this might be true. I just figured it was queer. Like one day, <laughs> one day the download finally finished, and I was like, "Yo, absolutely!" Yeah. Oh, five-time uh, daytime Emmy Award winner Julie Louise Dreyfus, absolutely. Maybe it's not daytime, but yeah, well, leading she's on role Seinfeld in a comedy yeah. and/or musical. Insane mm-hmm. that they put this was she together. in a musical? No, that's just the category. Oh, comedy and well, because her musical. daughter was in Dear Evan Hansen. Laura Dreyfus was the main uh, love interest in it. Yeah, and also she was in um, not Veep, but. It has Ben Platt in it too, and it, it was on Netflix. And it's oh, like, oh, 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 what was it? The Politician? Yes, yes the Politician. 100%, yep. An absolutely insane Ryan Murphy creation that I could not get enough of. It was so good. It was so good. Progress is just trashy, awful shows that feature queer characters. Not yeah, everything. And have a little bit of a political undertone. Yeah, not everything queer needs to be groundbreaking. Okay? No. Not everything needs to be the normal heart. Sometimes we also can produce average trash shows. And I love that world. <laughs> I, that world, the po- world of the politician, now that I'm thinking about it, has a lot of like similar tones of like Wes Anderson films, you know, with yes. like the symmetry and yes. like the very fast, flowery Correct. language. And how like bright everything is yes. a little bit. I need There's to watch quote, it again. I don't know if we're allowed to say this on the podcast or not. But this is like one of the first two episodes of the very mm-hmm. first season. The villain goes, but that's what gays do. Oh my God. Munch butts and celebrate <laughs> Halloween. For like the next year, that was every conversation I had, someone brought it up. And the tough thing is, I love Halloween! (laughs) And I think our followers have voted that you need to be a Pokemon trainer for Halloween. That's uh, that's totally fine, actually. I have the entire outfit ready to go. (laughs) And I've regularly gone to Halloween parties and been like, I put on too many layers, it's still pretty warm right now. It's true! <laughs> Don't, I am firmly of the belief I would rather be cold than hot. That's just me generally. I and think so, that's also the opinion of the Finns. Anyway. <laughs> advice from the Finns. The oh. happiest country in the world. Okay, bold of us to listen to the Europeans, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, the first one, this comes from a like psychologist and sociologist uh, that's Finnish. And this was on like CNBC, I think is where I got this from. Um, the first piece of advice is don't compare yourself to your neighbor. Um, there is a very fancy phrase that I'm not even going to try to pronounce, um, but it, it's a quote from a very famous poet, and it means don't compare or brag about your happiness. And he says, focus on what makes you happy and less on looking successful. So don't talk about how happy you are. Well, like, don't brag about it. Like, you can be like, I'm really happy, but don't be like, I'm happy. How are you? Have you ever heard someone brag about their happiness? Other than me on this podcast pretty regularly. I've heard a lot of straight white men brag about how happy they are. These are pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally understand how you're feeling. I'm doing great. Does that sound like someone you know? (laughs) Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. Interesting. Advice number two. (laughs) Don't overlook the benefits of nature. 87% of Finns feel nature is important to them because it provides peace of mind, energy, and relaxation. And Finland actually gets four weeks of summer holiday, and most of them spend it in 
They get four weeks just in the summer for holiday. Sounds like Good it. Good for them. I know, right? Um, don't break the community circle of trust. So in 2022, there was a lost wallet experiment where 192 wa- wallets were dropped in 16 separate cities around the world. And in Helsinki, which is the capital of Finland, 11 out of 12 wallets were returned to the owner, which is one of the highest really? stats. Really? Mm-hmm. That is actually kind of really cool. Right? And it kind of makes me feel both good about the state of the world and sad about, sad about the part where, of the world that we live in. <laughs> where we live. I would return it, yeah. I think. you know, And I don't even think I would check if there was cash. I don't think I would either. Yeah. Um, but there was also a note after this. I didn't write it down. But they were like, if you ever leave your like laptop somewhere, most people wouldn't be concerned. They just know they'll get it back. Oh, nice. Which is not something I feel. I always ask someone to watch my laptop when I leave to go to the bathroom at a coffee shop. You, me, and the rest of America have a trust issue. Yeah. No, what was I going to say? Oh, um, one time I was in, I was at the beach with some friends out in California. Mm -hmm. And as we were swimming, we found an iPhone in the ocean, but still in the plastic bag. So like someone had like brought it out into the ocean to like like, take a picture and then dropped it and lost it. And so we opened it and the plastic bag was still dry. And we were trying to get it to the owner, but obviously we didn't know the password and didn't lock it. So just one at a time, we all would like hold the Siri button and each one of us one at a time would be like, Siri call mom and my voice was the one that sounded the most similar and it went through and then i had to leave a voicemail like it was like the 90s or whatever i'm also going to check to make sure my phone didn't immediately not calling my mom cool (laughs) sweet special guest (laughs) Teresa thomas (laughs) (laughs) okay assorted fun facts about finland okay (laughs) um 5.5 million people live in finland and finland is about 130,000 square miles but 75 percent of that is forest so it has the population density about equivalent to maine but four times the size and maine is slightly more percentage forest so Hmm. do that math in your head if you want um the Finns drink more coffee per person than any other like group in the world they drink 12.2 kilos per person per year which i did the math and i they don't drink more coffee than me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, 10 grams per six ounce cup is considered the golden ratio for brewing coffee. But our like American mugs are usually like 10, 11 ounces. And right. so that's just like 1.6 cups a day. Oh, which feels like normal for me. But yeah. I also it feels like a slow day for me, completely honest. Saying, Let's go to Finland and order iced coffees. OK, <laughs> I did like that. Frozen country. Let's go off and be like, can we put some ice in this? I did that in France and I got a lot of dirty looks. Yeah, because the Europeans have some good ideas. They need to start putting ice in their coffee. Iced it's coffee delicious. is a move. Yes. And I like I can understand why Italians made fun of Americans and called it the Americano. Right. Like that makes sense to me. Not putting ice in your coffee seems it goes straight to the bloodstream. Like, hit me up. I need that caffeine five seconds Part ago. Part of me wonders if they've ever actually been cold. Because if they mm. knew how nice it was, then maybe they That's would fair. Maybe it they would have more. AC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They also have the highest milk consumption in the world. Which... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that. No, not at all. <laughs> um, which is about one liter per day per person. But... 17% of Finns are lactose intolerant. Yeah, I bet so. With all the milk they're chugging up there. Oh my god. Um, Finland is one of the only countries where gambling is okay in public. Um, so they'll have like little gambling things in supermarkets and gas stations. And they can be operated by the state. And here's what's fun. Is that the money acts kind of like tax money and can be used um, to support like science, arts, culture, sports 
veterans and youth initiatives. It's kind of like the lottery here in the U.S., yeah. but I really assumed the Finns were beyond that. I don't know. <laughs> I love that they're like, we are this well-learned society, but we have a couple vices. <laughs> If and we're I could embrace get, that. If I could get half a gallon of coffee and then a half a gallon of milk, mm-hmm. I'd like to blow my paycheck on the <laughs> slot machine you got in the corner of this Starbucks. Go right to now. Finland, just use a slot machine at <laughs> a supermarket. I need to drink milk, gamble, <laughs> and be happy. <laughs> and have two cups of coffee. Exactly. A day. Okay, there are two million saunas in Finland. There's only like five million people. <laughs> yeah. What in the world? It's dry and cold. Okay. <laughs> 99% of Finns take a sauna at least once a week, and it, there's a Burger King in Finland with an in-store sauna. Would you go to the in-store sauna Before or after King? I ate a Burger King? Um, I think I'd be excited for food, so after. <laughs> but then you already have the meat sweats if you're like really chowing down. Yeah, so great. What a great place to be if I'm sweating. A lot of people are naked in those saunas. Beautiful. <laughs> No, I, I don't eat enough meat to really get meat sweats. I was going to say, especially at Burger King. I yeah, was like, that's are fair. you packing away? I'll get a Beyond Burger and mm. I'll go sit in that sauna. They have like uh, the pictures that I saw had like uh, Burger King branded towels in the sauna. So we're going to steal two of those. Yes. Do you think it smells like fries on the inside though? I would be more tempted to go into the sauna if it did smell like fries. Would hot, humid, smells like fries, is that heaven? <laughs> that might be. It might be overwhelming or it might be heaven. Someone who lives in Finland, let yeah, us know. Yeah, please let us because you're actually like, man, I guess people are naked. I was like, send us a picture, but like, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe at least give us a review, you know, like four stars, five stars, what are you saying? Okay, there is a specific word in Finland for hangover, and it is crapula. They were right again. <laughs> There's also a word in Finnish that means staying in, drinking beer in your underwear with no intention of going out. It's called game day, baby. <laughs> game day. It's, We're uh, getting so close to college football here soon. I hope you are ready for like truly the most masculine aspect of my life to come out. I make so much buffalo chicken dip in September. Okay, I'll come over for the buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. think I care about the football though. <laughs> Um, and that word for staying in drinking beer in your underwear with no intention of going out is calsari canet. Mm. Okay. I would call it pre-crapula, but that's fine. True. Honestly, <laughs> it's like a pre-game, but exactly. pre-game over. Fair enough. Um, Finns have a traditional competition of ant nest sitting, where you take your pants down, sit on an ant's nest, and the first person who stands loses. I don't know if it's more shocking than the amount of milk that they drink, but it's so <laughs> odd. <laughs> exactly. Also, because it's like so cold regularly, yeah. and all these ant mounds are outside. And then also, like, where are they finding that many ant, ant mounds, mounds to next have, to each other right, to have a like simultaneous competition? What if they're just maybe they're just timing it? What if it's just one? Those poor ants. But like, I think that then by the third person, the ants are like really mad, right? Exactly. <laughs> so like, what the hell? I don't remember us putting an addition on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god! Sorry, was that a little too much? That's gross. <laughs> we could cut I it. I feel like Miss Frizzle. Goose and all know me. Singing podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. The Finns also invented the Molotov cocktail. They're the f- inventor of the text message is also Finnish. 
tax information is public in Finland, so the tax office will send an annual list of the high earners to the media who will publish <coughs> articles about it, and this is commonly known as tax porn. I love that. <laughs> it promotes transparency and decreases corruption, which they are right. Yeah, I bet it does, because you're yeah. like, that person over there has more influence than they should. Yeah. That's actually pretty progressive. Right? Okay, okay, okay. okay. And they operate on a, quote, flat hierarchy, so everyone is equal, meaning work culture is casual, there's no surnames or proper titles, and everyone calls everyone by their first name. Also oh. cool. They are known for some weird sports, as we previously mentioned, uh, yeah. the ant nest sitting competition. <laughs> They're also home to the Wife Carrying World Championship, which I did Google this right before you came over, and there is a North American branch. Okay. <laughs> and you have to like get sponsored by the North America. They only host like a national championship. Okay. And they were very specific about the rules that were allowed there, but not in the World Championship. When do I get a cheer on you and Casey at the North American Regional Wife Carrying Championship? Never. Okay, I'm like just trying to get a ticket to if, Finland. Okay, if you were trying to carry a, you don't have to like be married to compete in this to a wife. You just can carry any like woman or any. <laughs> any wife will work. <laughs> any, there's like a weight limit or a weight minimum. The minimum is like 108 pounds. And then if there's like more people that weigh more than that, the people with the lighter person will have to wear like weight belts to like make it even. Oh, okay. So you can carry whoever you want. If you were supposed, to, if you were going to carry or be carried, how would you want that person to ride on your back or you to ride on their back. Is there obstacles that I have to also yes, get over? Yes, there are one, at least one wet obstacle and two dry obstacles. One wet up. What the, what is wrong with the fins? They're like so normal, so normal. And then a weird kind of freaky thing gets yeah. slipped in there. Um, see, I think if I did it like chicken style and I put someone on my shoulders, like oh. that's too top heavy. Yeah. But when you hang on the back piggyback style, mm -hmm. um, that then kind of like, it, like it, it hurts your shoulders a lot because then your, your lower back has to hold. I'm a pretty big guy. I've given a lot of piggyback rides. Mm -hmm. I'm not usually the rider. Let me go ahead and yeah, put it that way. That's fair. Um, <laughs> don't know when was the last time I was carried or held by anyone, but okay. uh, um, <laughs> honestly, I mean, we'd have to like figure out how this works, but their knees on my shoulder upside down. So that way the majority yeah. of their weight is like on my shoulder and my lower back doesn't have to do all the work. Yeah. So here's Did I get it right? Yeah, this I'm is, a visionary. Th that's the most common is to what have. What if I drowned you in the water? Off, that's the wet my obstacle. biggest concern. <laughs> so this is the North American one. The... Apparently, in the North American one, you don't need to wear a helmet, but in the Finnish America. one, you do. I know, right? Um, so you, most people opt for this version, which is called the... The logo for this organization is... There's an axe? It's yep. nuts. Um, the most popular... This one is called the Estonian Carry, where, for those of you who can't see, I'll put a graphic on the YouTube, but um, you're upside down... <laughs> The woman is like kind of has their arms around the man's belt, or yeah. the man's like waist yeah. and gripped, and then the legs are on either side of the head. The woman's face staring directly at the end of a man's tailbone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's called the Estonian carry. That's the most common. The other two options in the North American championships are the fireman hold, which is like over the shoulder, and then a piggyback. Like. Band of brothers, like over the shoulder, like. Yeah, like their I'll logo. Get you out of here. You see, like he, she's like she has her butt really nicely. Oh, it's just over one yeah. arm. Oh, one like shoulder. damsel in distress yes. style yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, until this podcast, this specific episode, 
I like really respected the Finns, <laughs> and now I'm like, you're like my weird cousins. We're not even done with the weird sports category. Oh, okay, cool, fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other one is rubber boot throwing championships, which if you can guess, you throw a boot as far as you can. That's the sport. Isn't that just shot put? Okay, continue. Yeah. Uh, swamp soccer, football in the mud, soccer okay. in the mud. Lake floorball, which I did not Google. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Lake floorball, though. Their Air Guitar World Championships are hosted in Finland. Like, yep. That's so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed. I get why this country's the happiest. They're the joyest. They're the silliest. Oh, I missed a uh, one of their one of their fun facts. One of the other fun facts is Finland has the most amount of heavy metal bands per capita in the world. So that explains. I'd the also air be guitar. pretty angry if it was dark all yeah. the time. Uh, <laughs> famous bands. I'm not huge in the heavy metal community, but mm. famous bands include Nightwish, Child of Bodom, and Him, like an acronym H I M. Um, there are 53.2 bands per every 100,000 inhabitants, which feels like a lot. Say that number again. 53.2 bands per every 100,000 inhabitants. That is a lot of bands. That's a lot of bands. I'm glad it's not ska, though. <laughs> Kidding. Well, anyway, so they have an Air Guitar World Championships for those that wanted to be in a heavy metal band, but maybe just didn't make the cut. One of my favorite things to say right now, like summer of 2023, my catchphrase outside of this podcast mm -hmm. has been silly little. Like, yeah. I'd love to be like, I'm just going to have like a silly little snack right now. Silly little snack. Or like, oh, do you see that person over there? Look at that like silly little guy. Um, and that's Finland's entire energy. Like, silly little what Air Guitar. What a silly little fins. We're just going to go ahead and imagine a day of watching wife carrying and then losing the ant sitting competition, but it's okay. You cooled it off with like a Whopper in a sauna at your local Burger King. And then the last. Is that maybe utopia? Sorry, go ahead. I think so. Uh, the last item in the weird sports category is the naked 10 kilometer run. So like two 5Ks. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> that math was right. It was. You were right. Um, just disappointed. You know, in Denver, there's like a naked bike ride thing that happens. Oh, God. Oh, are you not aware of this? No. Yeah, it's like you through the city. Denver is, Denver is still kind of weird. But yeah, it happens downtown. A bunch of, I think it's uh, like maybe strongly encouraged, but it's not a requirement that to you're naked. naked. And then everyone gets on their bike and then they bike. But, I mean, especially if like reproductive organs is what yeah. you're thinking about. A bike position actually is one of the best positions to hide it because you have both your legs That's and you're true. kind of like hunched over and who doesn't have a little bit of a belly, you know? Yeah. That it's just like, when it's like, it says not to get like too graphic, but have you ever gone skinny dipping before? Yeah. Yeah, who hasn't? I think it's freeing in that way. That's fair. That's fair. It feels more exposed for some reason. I mean, yeah, because it's like, Chains and pavement, and you're uh, yeah. driving through America's the stakes like, are higher. Driving through America's like 17th largest city, but okay. So now we're getting into really the meat of what I wanted to talk about. With oh, Finland. I thought that's what we were talking about. I thought you were like Here's the things. They're kind of weird. So after hearing everything that I've told you, we yeah. agreed it's like maybe a utopia, maybe yeah. hell for some people. <laughs> um, I have one question for you. Okay. Do you believe in Finland? What? <laughs> I said what I like said. Like as a place on yeah. the map? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I do believe in Finland, yeah. You believe it like exists? Yeah, I think I could physically <laughs> go there. I think the Soviets and Nazis did. So some people would disagree with you. <laughs> Is it part of glorious Russia? Is that it? Just doesn't Get exist. Get in political again. It doesn't exist. <laughs> 
as a teacher, I'm sometimes burdened with like the heavy knowledge that there's, <laughs> there's certain loud corners of this world that are so dumb. Is the earth flat and it ends right before <laughs> Finland? Is that no. it? It's so much more complicated than that. Is it like? Is it? Does it like not legally exist? Like no. for a while, they were not sure if West Virginia was legally supposed to be able to exist or not. I mean, that's fair. What do you mean people don't don't think Finland exists? So here's the conspiracy. What did someone tell them that's where Santa is? <laughs> like, don't know why I said it that way. But so uh, if you've ever seen a map of the Nordic countries, here mm-hmm. I have one in case you can't imagine so, it. I, okay, from my peripheral, it looked like a SpongeBob meme. <laughs> so. There's a lot of yellow in the middle. That's all I'm trying to say. Finland is right here. Yeah. They believe that there's just nothing here. It's just more sea. What? Um, so... Wait, what? <laughs> this is actually, maybe for the really the first time on this podcast, like, it's like low level upsetting me. What do you mean they think nothing's there? I'm just going to let Grant think this one through. I... <laughs> Like, it used to be part of the Kingdom of Sweden, and then it was occupied by the Soviets, and then declared its independence, not the Soviets, but the Russians, but, like, then declared its independence, fought, like, a couple of wars, mm-hmm. is our most recent member of NATO, and, like, people don't think it exists? They're Vikings! <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't? There's a whole character in Veep about Finland! <laughs> Minna would not stand for this. Okay, so are you ready to hear the conspiracy? Like I get people thinking that North Dakota doesn't exist because there's no one there. Shout out to the four people listening to us in North Dakota, by the way. What do you mean people don't believe? Go, go. What is, go. Okay. As a person who came from Nebraska and you would go to like other places and I'd be like, I'm from Nebraska. And people would be like, where is that? And I'd be like, here. And they're like, isn't that Kansas? And I'd be like, no, it's not. It's not Kansas. I have a bunch of great Nebraska jokes. I need you to say your words now. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> okay. During the Cold War, the theory is that Japan and the Soviet Union shared a secret <laughs> stretch of the Baltic Sea between the Soviet Union and Sweden. My breath is hot right now. Japan? I was not prepared for you to say that word next. And they spread this rumor to keep the fishing spots to themselves and to avoid international fishing regulations. They're on opposite sides of a global conflict. But they're like, I would hate for the World (laughs) Trade Organization to butt in Uh to our lucrative North Baltic fishing operations. Yeah. Um... And I what? <laughs> and I did some some background research. They uh, cod, herring, and sprat are caught in the Baltic Sea, and Japan does import about forty percent of their demand. But it mostly consists of tuna, prawn, shrimp, salmon, trout, cod, which is one of the catches, and crab. They import mostly from China, the U.S., Norway, Chile, Thailand, Russia, and Vietnam. Um, so the conspiracy theory goes that they did this to keep the fishing to themselves. And Japan was free to fish without worrying about international fishing laws as long as they gave a fair share to Russia. <laughs> and don't worry, they built the transcontinental or the sorry Trans-Siberian Railway just to get the fish to Japan. See, that's the thing that actually upsets me about like, I mean, it's actually a long list. But one <laughs> of the things that upsets me about this conspiracy and that like and, and other conspiracy theories is that. It does take a certain amount of knowledge mm-hmm. to 
get you there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know what the Trans-Siberian Railroad is. You have mm-hmm. to know what fish Japan imports. Like you have to have the ability to under, like, okay, now you've really activated my teacher <laughs> brain for a second. Cause you now need to also be able to like understand the concept of like international cooperation mm-hmm. and you need to understand imports. And that mm-hmm. also means like a, some basic low level understanding of like national economics and like supply and demand issues. You also, what? And then you just, and then you, you put all of that together and then you're like, and thus Finland's not real. Yeah. You know what it feels like? Do you know what it feels like? Just, I'm, I'm reaching for analogies right now as I like get increasingly upset about this. One Christmas and stay with me. Stay with me. One Christmas, my family still, we still get like a real tree for the mm-hmm. living room and it smells amazing oh, yeah. and it's great and it comes from a tree farm, not like mm-hmm. Finland or whatever. <laughs> and um, one Christmas, we like just finished putting all of the you ornaments on the tree. I had that one coming. I can't be mad about that. I can't be mad about that. We had just Finlandished <laughs> the tree. <laughs> the tree, and like literally we all sat down and then looked at the tree as like the lights were glowing and the child ornaments were on. Yeah. And as we stared at it, it fell straight on its face. Which was so funny if we weren't also afraid we had just lost every childhood ornament we had ever made. Turns out, actually, <laughs> Fraser furs have a really nice shock, like bounce oh, factor to them. Nice. But like that's what this feels like. You take all of these little <laughs> ornaments and you put it all up there, and you like get the whole picture together for something as stupid <laughs> as Finland doesn't exist. Like there's a there's a flat earther. There's a flat earther <laughs> who's like the Earth is flat, and I will prove it by building a rocket and flying to space. You are smart enough to, to figure out. Again, I think he did die in one of these expeditions. Well, maybe leave the rocket building to Elon Musk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't leave <laughs> Don't it do to that. Elon Musk. Leave. Fund NASA. Yeah. Um, you're smart enough to figure out a way to get you while still alive into the sky, but refuse to believe <laughs> that it's a globe. I'm gonna let you say more now okay. as I like sit with this information that you've told me. I. I'm so happy right now. The last story you told me, like, eight people get murdered in the first five minutes. And I'm like, I told you this really, one wasn't going to be that's dark. That's really sad and tragic, but, like, an interesting discussion we're about yeah. to have about Miranda rights. And yeah. this one is just about Finland, a country whose population is smaller than Colorado, just not existing. And that is really upsetting. Well, that's why some people think it doesn't exist. But anyway, so they believe the Trans-Siberian Railroad was built to... Uh, get fish from the Baltic Sea area to where Japan is under the guise of transporting Nokia hardware to Japan. <laughs> because their theory is Japan is the biggest importer of Nokia products, despite the fact it doesn't seem like most Japanese people have them. A simple Google <laughs> show that Japan imports most of its Nokia from Vietnam, India, and Argentina, and the top importers of Nokia are India, Peru, and Vietnam. So... Conspiracy theorists don't know how to use Google. But anyway, they got the name Finland um, because it's the fin of a fish. And that's where the fish come from. That's what the conspiracy theory is. That That Finland doesn't exist. And so they're like, well, we should name it a country. Like, what should we name it? This will be really funny. We get fish there. And (laughs) fish have fins. It's Finland. (laughs) Finland, certainly not Fin Ocean. (laughs) Or Fin, don't look over here. (laughs) 
we're just gonna get all the cod. <laughs> should we? Maybe if that's what they were doing, then maybe we should call it No Finland, so that way they wouldn't come. It's like when the Vikings named Iceland Iceland yeah, and Greenland and Greenland. Pranked. It's, right. It's reversed. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did. I don't know if that's true or not, but that if is, so, top level trolling I'm experience. I'm 99% sure that that's I real. I am still like kind of. Their other reason for believing that Finland is not real is because social democrats are using Finland as an idealized model for how liberal social democracy should be because no there country could be rated this highly in happiness and freedom of the press <laughs> and education and be real. There is this quote, and I think about this a lot when it comes to like this mm -hmm. whole worldview, that things are bad, but I'm smarter than you because I've accepted that things are bad. And you, person who can dream of the world, that makes you a soft little snowflake. And how about I stop drinking Bud Light? What would that do to your tiny little world then? Stop drinking Bud Light <laughs> and start drinking Modelo, which exactly. are produced by the same brewery. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop drinking Bud Light and instead give my money to Coors, sponsor of Denver's Pride Parade every year. And was one of the first supporters. <laughs> it's literally called the Coors Light Denver Pride Parade. They got their name in before for pride that's how much money they give um yeah. anyways it's just there's a saying and the saying goes bees don't waste time explaining to flies why honey tastes better than shit <laughs> and it's like if you want to be miserable stay in your little small town no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i am kidding about that but it's like good couldn't ever possibly happen i've made peace with the terrible world that i yeah. live in and thus Anything that could be better is a threat to my worldview. Or doesn't exist. Like Finland. Um, if you're wondering, well, there are 5.5 <laughs> million people who live there. Right. So, like, obviously a Finland friend that exists. that spent a whole year studying in Helsinki. Well, they do have an answer for that. Okay. Um, theorists <laughs> believe that the Finnish people, they believe they live in Finland. Like, they're, they're not in on the prank. <laughs> Um, but they're actually in small towns in eastern Sweden, northern Estonia, and western <laughs> Russia in remote forested areas. And this is where people who are flown to Finland actually go. And Helsinki exists in eastern Sweden. Which would then, of course, mean the ocean's the wrong way. Because <laughs> <laughs> Helsinki Ocean is west of the city and yeah. it's not. Uh, I... And if you're one, the, the population of Helsinki is about equivalent to Albany, New York. It's about um, 650,000 people oh, wow. okay. and has a population density of a smaller mid-sized city in the U.S. The closest I could find was Oxnard, California, and I have never heard of that place. So how do they? So f if Finland exists for the Japanese and Soviet fishing rights in mm -hmm. World War II, what do they think Finland was doing before them, like what was happening there before? Nothing, it didn't exist. So all of Finnish history is a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. They believe- Every map ever drawn yep. ever. The good segue. Oh, okay. Theorists <laughs> claim any satellite picture or map or anything of Finland are all altered and all airline pilots are being bribed to keep silent. And the <laughs> Unabomber could tell you why that immediately <laughs> debunks this theory. That many people cannot keep a secret. Exactly. <laughs> also, like, like, pilots have to unionize for the right to, like, sleep. <laughs> but we have enough money to bribe them to pretend Finland exists? I, okay, so it's, 
I read this article, or maybe I was listening to a kid give a speech on it, mm-hmm. and it was about why conspiracy theories are so addicting. Yeah. And are we about to get to that too? Yeah. And I said, okay. So it's why conspiracy theories are so addicting. And I didn't really want us to talk about conspiracy theories on here because I didn't want to platform anything, but yeah. this feels so silly and so superfluous. It's I'll like, get into it. we are not harming anything no. by being like, you know. Finland exists, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we are coming out saying Finland exists. Exactly. And I kind of hope um, that we trigger the, like, what's even the name of this movement? Imaginary Finland? The imaginary... Finland f- conspiracy. I hope called. the Finland conspiracy people <laughs> find us and interact with us, because that is great for driving views. <laughs> I do hope, I hope they get mad. It feels like the exact kind of size of people that we want to upset. But anyways, so the speech said, conspiracy theories are addictive and work in the part of the brain that other addictive um, substances like alcohol, drugs, cheese and fats, which all kind of work in the same sectors of the brain in a similar way, Mm -hmm. that um, one of the things that conspiracy theories do is they give you a dopamine hit because you feel smarter than other people oh. and you feel kind of superior in that way mm-hmm. and by talking about it it then also makes you feel altruistic because you're trying mm-hmm. to let other people know so it's like a double dopamine mm-hmm. hit and also provides a framework and a structure for you to understand the world much in the same way that like religion or meditation or Brene Brown <laughs> gives you structure that was maybe really personal to me <laughs> gives you like structure to build your lives around yeah. so it's like a it's like fun church essentially yeah. but it's you don't believe in Finland <laughs> <laughs> and most good conspiracy theories start off especially like political ones start yeah. off with like well, this is like a a problem that is universally accepted as like wrong, right. like child trafficking. Right. So it draws people in that have morally good right like, intentions, and then they kind of go. And they latch on like the initial statement that's true, which mm-hmm. is that like these big institutions of power have lied to people before, true. and it's like yes, that is yeah. yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Welcome to you the party. Yeah. And they're like, and that is why Finland's not real. And it's like, whoa, wait, hold on, no. Whoa, we were like talking about like you know like tax evasion <laughs> or like you know hiding crimes that happened yeah. within your institution, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean Finland's not real? <laughs> there are other um, big, one of their other claims, this is the last claim I get into before I talk about the origin of the conspiracy theory, um, is that there are no universally recognized Finnish celebrities. Minna from Veep. Okay, that's a character. <laughs> Who is internationally recognized as being <laughs> from Finland. Fair enough, okay. I love the Finns are just so low-key, so content with their saunas and ants and wife transportation systems. <laughs> That, that they're like, we don't need to make a scene, which I thought I was the same way until we had a video go viral. Turns out I'm not. It's <laughs> like, and it will be all about me from here on out. We put his quote on a shirt that we, we are did. both wearing oh, right now. We haven't even talked about that yet. Well, this will come out after I think the oh, thing is over. But if you have a shirt, send us a picture. We just got ours yesterday. So, yeah, how does this conspiracy yeah. theory start? So, the origin of the conspiracy theory, what year do you think it started? Okay, so here's how I'm piecing it together. Okay. Here's my here's my blues clues <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. situation. Um, you need the internet, mm-hmm. so that's already putting you in the early '90s, mm-hmm. and then you need 
something kind of like the Joe Rogan experience. So that means Joe Rogan has to be off the X factor <laughs> in order to kind of help create this environment. Wow. So I'm going to go with like 2007. That was not bad. Thank you. It was 2015. Oh. Which is somehow worse. So we're on the ground floor of this conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think it's incredible, too, that this is going to be episode 13, by the way. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay. okay. So it started on Reddit, as things start, um, by a user named RareGans. Um, he posted this on a thread. It was asking Reddit about weird stories told by parents to their kids. Like, what did your parents try and teach you that was absolutely insane? So, what, is it getting posted at the Creepypasta subreddit or whatever? Probably ask Reddit. Yeah, I'm I don't okay. know. Um, so he was told, he told, he posted this whole thing on, as a response on Reddit, and he told everyone that he was told this in complete seriousness by his parents. Um, his Real life name is Jack, and at the time of posting, he was around 22 years old, and he says that his parents told him this when he was around eight or nine. When asked about it later, he said he does believe in Finland, and he later told his parents that this was now going viral on Reddit, and they bust out laughing because they also believe in Finland. So they convinced a child mm -hmm. that Finland's not real. Yep. And then he was like, isn't this a really funny story that I was told as a kid, mm -hmm. like next to Santa Claus and yes. the Tooth Fairy? Mm -hmm. That he grew out of and was posting this now believing in Finland. And now he started a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> and he said um, he has received... <laughs> The commitment to the bit is so good. He's received many angry messages from the Finnish people. Um, one even offered to fly him there. <laughs> to exist. And he said he didn't take him up on the offer because, like I said, he, unethical, he yeah. believes in Finland. <laughs> this is going to be my new thing to say. Okay, hold on. So one of the work trips that I'm doing on, it's working mm -hmm. with a small group of high school students at yep. the high school that's hosting it, which is cool to get a chance to work on like some like new teaching methods and material, mm -hmm. things like that. And you always have to have an icebreaker. Yeah. And I think this <laughs> weekend or this week, I'm going to be like, okay, my opening icebreaker activity is, do you guys believe in Finland? <laughs> well, do you? <laughs> And if so, do you want to build a snowman? Snowman. Does it have um, to be a snowman? So how does it go from something man posts about in, like, alongside, like, Santa Claus or something like that mm -hmm. to international conspiracy theorist? Okay. I'm going to open this. Am I then... the asshole for convincing a small group of the world that Finland doesn't exist? So... Jack now thinks it's a fun social experiment, and he really just wants to see how far it goes. Yeah, I get it. Again, commitment to the bit. Commitment I get to the it. bit, Shout yeah. out Jack. Um, so after in the initial post on Ask Reddit or whatever, um, a subreddit called r slash Finland Conspiracy cropped up, and the tagline <laughs> is, the truth is thinly veiled. God. <laughs> this is actually really great. I know. <laughs> And when we pull back that fin veil, what what happens? Um, most people there are for the like they're for the bit for the sure. memes, but there are believers. Jack said it's about a ninety ten split of like ninety percent believe, ninety percent just there for the bit, and ten percent believe. Believe, um, and he said, "quote It's hard to tell the difference between who is joking and who is serious." Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Because it's not like, do you understand astrophysics where you need like a certain level of like knowledge to even talk about it? Yeah. You're like, what if I watered down my vocabulary? <laughs> then I could engage on their level with the thin truthers. <laughs> Okay, so since a lot of people are joking about it, the people who actually believe it got a little annoyed, and they created a new branch called r slash true Finland conspiracy. (laughs) At real Donald Trump or whatever. (laughs) Um, So the first post um, on this subreddit says, the evidence that Finland is not real is, quote, actually quite convincing. And, (laughs) quote, this is a non-circle jerk joke sub for true believers. (laughs) What a way to phrase that. Um, As for Finland being the happiest country, they're quoted saying, no real country could consistently place first in education, healthcare, gender equality, literacy rates, national stability, least corrupt government, and freedom of the press. It's a concept for countries and people to aspire to. I mean, other than Barbie Land. <laughs> we just saw <laughs> we the movie. We just saw that movie and it was um, great. I, hold on, so then question. Like, what came first? Obviously, like, Finland not being real came mm-hmm. first. And now the fact that Finland's also a highly successful country is now being used as evidence that Finland's not real? Yeah. Basically. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be so successful that people don't believe, believe I exactly. exist. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I was going to share a story. I uh, realized I probably shouldn't. So I'm gonna, <laughs> maybe that's for Emma the Asshole on the couch after hours kind Join of Join our Patreon to hear the things Grant doesn't want published. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm, I opened r slash true Finland conspiracy. If you're wondering, there are about 108 members. I think it's like private kind of, so you can so see some of it, but not all of we it. We are both on the ground floor. So we have about as many Patreon members as people who believe Finland doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I wish we had that many Patreon. I know. <laughs> Join our Patreon, and once we hit 108, we will officially beat out <laughs> the number of people who believe Finland does not exist. Um, oh, there's like there's at least nine reasons as to why it yeah, doesn't so, exist. Is this their manifesto? No, this is just they're like trying to answer common questions. Wait, why does the first line say the industrial revolution and its <laughs> consequences? <laughs> It's an episode seven bit for those of you wondering where that came from. Yeah, so they believe that it's just empty ocean. So I'd ask you to approach the evidence I put forward with an open mind. Um, Japan Soviet relations. Me rolling on a new seating chart. Okay, you're not gonna you're gonna think it's controversial at first. You're not gonna gonna like it. it. You're gonna actually disagree with a lot of what I'm about to say. But if you just listen, if you just listen, (laughs) come with an open mind, you might find it's okay. Oh my god. Okay. Um look through it. Okay. Why were relations between Japan and Russia always good throughout the Cold War, despite the major geopolitical differences between the countries and close geographical positions that you think would cause tensions? The answer is simple. They shared a common secret. The common <laughs> asset that worked in both of their favors in that <laughs> asset was Finland or the lack thereof. Um, That's insane. I mean, from like, do I need to say the history teacher perspective where it's like the shared boulder between the Soviet Union and what at the time was Japanese Manchuria, yeah. which is north of Korea, mm-hmm. are two like insanely depopulated areas. And like you are thousands of miles or kilometers, whatever the Soviet Union was using at the time, <laughs> comrades away <laughs> from like any 
city in Russia, and Japan is like trying to actively invade China, mm-hmm. the world's most pop. Like I, <laughs> it's like so upsetting because you can tell that they like really like their history class, but they are so they're just bad so far from the truth. Um. 99% of Finland is forest, which is not true, at least anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Climate change. Proving that Finland is real. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny is they're going to finally convince everyone that Finland's real, and rising oceans will then actually make it make, part of the oh, ocean. No! <laughs> Uh, what about the Finnish language? Look up the similarities between Japanese and Finnish. It may surprise you how similar they are, which what? is weird considering the vast distances between them. Um, as a Japanese American, I would like to point out that they are, in fact, not even close to the same. Also, they're actually like, I mean, I'm glad they're not the same, but from a geographic perspective, they're also not that far apart from each other because the world touches at the top, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. like, they're not neighbors by any means, but it's not like Japan it's was like talking impossible. to, like, the Central African Republic or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is an enormous conspiracy se- conspiracy to keep secret. How could nobody else realize that? I love how that's number nine on their this list of things number they nine. To number ten is GPS and satellite images. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do they think they're keeping the secret? Um, other people have realized it, but imagine the ridiculousness of the statement, quote, I don't believe Finland exists. We are imagining the ridiculousness <laughs> of that statement. We are statement. living that reality right now. Um, <laughs> even if we did have undeniable proof of something put in front of us, we would still hold the opinion that most of our friends, family, and acquaintances hold to not disrupt so- social convention. It's part of the human condition. So they're like, you can show us whatever evidence you want. Our open minds are closed. Uh, Finland's not real. Someone who has since deleted their Reddit account commented, I think you're wrongly accusing your fellow Finland deniers. We all share a common bond and goal that Finland does not exist. All in caps. (laughs) You've never seen it with your own two eyes. I've never seen it with mine. Finland does not exist. Just a bunch of fishermen east of Sweden. (laughs) We must make it known and speak up for all of the world to hear. Somebody put President Trump on the tele. (laughs) Need to speak to him. I think that might have been a spammer. (laughs) One of the quote circle jerks Uh, of of Finnish denier peoples. Can I say, I love, because this podcast... (laughs) Why did you erase Finland with MS Paint? (laughs) (laughs) Top comment, top comment, top comment. I also love that they think fishing is that lucrative, that you could make that much money keeping it a secret. Yeah. But no, here's here's what I really wanted to say. This mm-hmm. podcast, when you and I sat down to do it, we agreed the like guiding light of this was just like random internet rabbit hole searches mm-hmm. that we found. Yeah. And then over the last three episodes we've talked about like Miranda rights and the invention of the pill and stuff like that. Yeah. We've gotten like kinda scientific the last couple ones, which is dangerous because I'm no Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not just because I'm not six foot six or with an incredible head of hair. Um, he is kind of mean, though. I love, you're like, this is the craziest thing I could find on the internet recently. And this is, um, in thanks, this story came from a follower. Wait, it came from a listener? Mm-hmm. Wait, who, do, we, do you have their name yeah, written I have down? Them. Um, so she actually helped me. She reached out to me after the NDA thing went viral and was like, she lives in Finland. Or she thinks. I love that. <laughs> she lives in northern Estonia. Yeah, actually. Um, so she lives in Finland, and she was like, "I'm." she's from like a producing company, and she said that her friend Amy, who she wanted me to shout out on her, um, who's a co-worker who showed her our podcast, and now she listens. Her name is Paula Rinta Kanto. 
hope I said that right. Kanto. Um, and so she. Well, it's a lot like Japanese. So how would you say it in Japanese? <laughs> yeah, <I'll tell> you. <laughs> um, so she actually proposed the uh, idea that uh, talking about the fact that Finland doesn't exist because it's a conspiracy theory. And then I also asked her for some fun facts and she sent me uh, the sources to all of those stories of really? Aimo and all of the fun facts that I read. I so. would like to um, deliver an official apology to the Finnish people. <laughs> I made a lot of jokes at the start of this podcast, which Maya let me do. So not saying it's a joint apology, but maybe co-authored. Um, and I want you to know that I think it's great that you guys have quirks. I, I could not find that many mean things to say. <laughs> I would love to sit down with someone and just kind of talk out ant sitting again just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I can like basically buy into like everything else except for, except for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is my official apology to the 5.5 million Finns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you exist. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone, please continue to send us stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Finnish people, please send it through Finsta. That was so drawn out for such a bad joke. That was not worth it. For those of you who don't work with young people, a finsta I is... I know what a finsta is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a finsta is a fake Instagram account. Yeah. So that way you can like troll and like and creep without it being attached to your name. Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, it was a funny play on words. I, I had a Finsta. I still have one. It's I would like there. to add one more thing to my apology to the Finnish people. And Before that is the Finsta that. joke that I just made. <laughs> On this Got apology her. tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and she also mentioned that I can shout out her Instagram if anyone wants oh, to check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's yeah. at Pocky, P-A-U-K-K-K-I. How many Ks was that? No, three Ks. Okay. And she is an absolute gem. She seems very nice and was very nice and very helpful. I love that. And... We love you, Paula. And thank you for listening. Hopefully yeah. you're still listening. How funny would it be if they like got to episode <laughs> they nine? They were like, eh, and like never mind. <laughs> Same joke over and over again. <laughs> but yeah, um, we have merch out now. So go to, I bought us a domain. Did I tell you that? She bought us a domain. <laughs> Wellilaugh.com. Well, now. Wait, it was just available like that? Yeah. Wow, big get for I us. I know, that's why I We're got it. We're at almost 80,000 on TikTok. I know, it's crazy. I know. Um, so, <laughs> Wellilaugh.com will take you to our podcast website, and there's a tab yeah. for podcast merch that'll take you to our merch site. I don't know if our this the, the campaign for this shirt will still be live. It'll be live right. until August 20th. Cool. So, maybe, maybe. not. Um, and then follow us on their socials and DM us if yeah. you have a specific idea. And DM me only if you have a story <laughs> that you want me to cover. We are trying to figure out how to create an idea doc yeah. while at the same time not then knowing when one of us is doing something from the idea doc. Because we mm-hmm. are trying to surprise each other a little bit. But it's been... <laughs> that was Mo. <laughs> it's been fun. I think you have a visitor. I don't think I do. <laughs> I think she's just hallucinating. See, that's... Now we got her. Look at her hackles are all the way up. (laughs) She doesn't like Bowser's cone either. No, Bowser also will get her by sitting at the top of the stairs and growling at stuff, and she won't be able to see out the door, but she'll be like, I got your back!
What a fun big brother, small brother <laughs> situation. Um, anyway. This has been the longest goodbye. I don't yeah. know how much of that we're keeping, but... Uh, we follow us on social at Well I Left. Email us at WellILeftPod at gmail.com. And, and keep sending in stuff in. Yeah. And sorry to everyone who went to Star City Shores as a kid and was traumatized by one of our most latest episodes <laughs> for bringing it back up. But who doesn't love a public pool? That's my last apology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>